This is Special Agent Lisa Gundam of the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. Today's date is August 8th, 2018. It's uh, 1.37. I'm currently at 428 North Halifax Drive in Daytona Beach, Lambert Law Office. This is in reference to FDLE case OR270324, which is an investigation that began on August 3rd, 2018 in the area of the 1600 block of North U.S. Highway 17 in Seville. I'm conducting an interview with... Uh, Deputy uh, Brandon Watson of Volusia County Sheriff's Department conducting the interview with me. Also is Special Agent Mark Manier. Also present in the room is Michael Lambert, uh, Deputy Watson's um, legal counsel. Uh, Deputy Watson, before we get started, for the record, I would like to declare this is a voluntary statement being given to you as part of the criminal investigation into the shooting incident that and that you are not being compelled in any way to provide this statement. And at any time, you are free to terminate these proceedings and leave. Do you understand? I do. Okay. Do you understand that this is a voluntary statement is being given as a part of a criminal investigation and that it is not an internal affairs administrative statement? I do. Okay. Uh, will you please raise your right hand? Mm-hmm. Do you swear that a testimony that you're about to provide is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth to help you back? I do. All right, you may hold your hand. Thanks. Brandon, how long have you been with the Bush County Sheriff's Office? Uh, I've been employed about three and a half years now. Okay. And would you uh, mind stating your entire name and spell it for the recording, please? Yeah, it's Brandon Gale Watson. It's B-R-A-N-D-O-N-G-A-L-E. Last name is W-A-T-S-O-N. And um, what are you signed? Are you a patrol, mm-hmm. motors? Yep, I'm assigned to uh, patrol. Uh, my level's a deputy two. And I work normally with Delta Shift as a 24 zone. And uh, days or nights? Are you days or nights? Uh, right now, nights. And were you working the evening of August 3rd? I was, yes. And what area, Where? what was your assignment? Uh, that night, it was overtime, and my assignment was the city of Pearson. And um, being that you were working overtime, what type of uniform were you wearing at that time? Uh, standard uniform. It's my everyday uh, duty uniform. Okay, and were you driving a marked unit? I was, yes. Um, begin with how you um, became involved in this incident. Um, it started by getting dispatched to the call. Um, we received a domestic violence call in reference to uh, the address in Seville. And myself and the 21 zone unit, which covers that entire area instead of just Pearson was dispatched as well. So, um, you want me to go through and talk about the whole everything right now for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, when you got the call, what exactly were you told about it? Basically, it was a uh, third-party RP calling in stating that a female at that location had been involved in domestic altercations in the past. Yeah. Um, and basically that just the, the male who was there with the female was the one that was involved in these altercations with her. Um, at that point, I didn't know exactly what type of altercations, anything like that. Um, remember there was the, the male subject's name? Sorry, I can't recall off the top of my head right now. Um, and then there was a uh, female involved as well. But the female's name in there ended up being the, the actual RP okay. and not the, the female from the residence. Okay. So... Um, I arrived on scene first, and when I came up, um, 
parked my car just down the road. There's a bit of bushes and trees, so I parked on the edge of it. When I walked up, that's when I observed uh, there's two Hispanic males. One was sitting at the top of the steps here, and one was about two steps below him, um, sitting right against the, the house. Okay, you're indicate you're pointing to the picture that we have yes. printed here. And this is a black and white Google photo um, dated 8-6-2018. So we're just going to put, like, maybe number one on it, okay? Yeah, that's so we can. Okay, and you're indicating that uh, there's a male at the top of the stairs here? That is correct, yes. Okay. Now, is that an X? Did you put that X there? I did not put that X there. Okay. That was there. But that's right where the uh, the first subject was sitting, the shirtless male. And the other male was sitting about, like I said, two steps down off to the other side. That was the, the side of the house. So he was sitting right next to the house. The other male was sitting um, on the side of the railing. So um, when they the call came out, they weren't 100% sure on the address. That's why they said there was a bit of a delay in the call. Um, so coming up, I was trying to make contact with these two to make sure I was going to be at the correct residence. Um, pretty much as soon as I made contact with them and started talking to them, it was pretty clear they didn't want me there. Um, asking them questions, they really didn't want to answer it. As I walked up to the house, I could see children inside um, some of the windows. They were peeking out the blinds and things like that. So I knew there was other people there. And when I was asking them, who else is inside the residence with you? Is there anybody else here? Um, they kept saying, oh, no, it's just us two. Nobody else is here. So I brought up, uh, well, whose children are these I've seen, you know, poking their heads out of the window? Um, they wouldn't answer in reference to that. And um, Now, I, and I'm mm -hmm. sorry to interrupt you. Sure. As you were doing this, did it appear that they understood what you were saying? Yeah, they... Uh, were you having a conversation mm -hmm. with them? Okay, they, they, they got everything you were talking about. They were speaking English? They were speaking English. Yeah, okay. yeah, clearly. Okay. There, there was no... Again, no sorry to interrupt you, but some of these things before we get you down long down the road, I just want to make sure yeah, absolutely. you understand that. So um, so you're having a conversation with yep. them, they understand you, you understand them. Yes. Uh, it's clear. Okay. Yes. Please. Okay. Um, so from that point, um, once I knew there was other people inside and they were telling me there wasn't, that was kind of raising my suspicion a little bit. Um, so at that point, I was talking to them from the, the bottom of the steps. I was about five feet off the landing. Um, from there, I... I Started to, you know, mind started going and figured, all right, this is probably the right house. I'm going to get up a little bit closer and uh, try to read them a little more, see what's going on. Once I walked up there, I was about two steps below the second mail. So it was a guy sitting on the, the top plate, got about two steps down, then it was me here on the, uh, the left towards the railing. And again, talking with them, you know, the whole time, I'm like, look, has there been any altercations here in the past? Anything? Is there any females inside? And again, they still continued, no, nobody else is inside the house. And after talking with them for a brief minute, uh, Hispanic female walked outside of the door. And she just looked at me and handed me a phone. So I grabbed the phone, and it was, uh, I think it was Beatrice was her name, if I'm not mistaken. And that was the name from the, the RP in the call. So that's when I knew, okay, I'm at the right residence now, 100%. And uh, spoke with her briefly. And this is all over the phone. She basically said that, like, yeah, this is the female that was involved in the altercations um, in reference to the call. The male subject is the, the one sitting outside with her. Um, and with the, the shirtless male, he was the one that was kind of communicating back and forth with the other female. Um, pretty sure everything they spoke was in Spanish. So I don't, I don't know if the female spoke English. I'm pretty sure she was just Spanish. But I never had actual 
contact with her. Okay. So um, after speaking with the, the woman on the phone, I'm figuring out, okay, this is the house. This is the one that, you know, the domestic allegations are going against are these two. So I handed the female back the phone. Um, she walked back inside. And from there, that's when I started asking some more, you know, to the point questions in reference to what type of allegation have been going on, what type of... Have you guys just been arguing? Has there been, you know, some type of physical contact between the two of you? Um, and the whole time I was just getting nothing but... Basically, his replies were always, you don't belong here, you don't need to be here, we didn't call you here, you're going to need to leave. Um, stuff like that. He would never directly answer any questions or anything like that. He just wanted me gone. So after trying to talk with him for another minute or two, um, the female walked back outside again, handing me the phone a second time. And that's when the woman on the phone said, look, they've had just a most recent argument. I believe she said it was, uh, the, I don't know if it was earlier that day or the day prior to where this gentleman had threatened her with a knife. Um, there was allegations in reference to that. So at that point, I, I planned on taking him uh, to jail in reference to it. Um, we had a Spanish-speaking officer. I would have got him up there for the translation for her. But from what I had from the RP, I, I planned on taking him to jail. So when I handed her back the phone, the uh, the female, the male immediately turned around and grabbed her by the back of the arm, by the tricep on the left arm, to where she was facing out away from the house. When he turned and grabbed her, um, started shaking her around, throwing her around pretty good. Now, when you say throwing around pretty good, um, help me understand what that looks like. He had a hold of her, and I think his other arm kind of grabbed her other side. And your show maybe and around, would it be around the neck area? No, it was more towards the upper back, but in the middle. Okay. Um, it was below the neck. Okay. So where he, he kind of grabbed her, and he, he was violently tossing her back and forth. Yeah. So the first thought in my mind was, is he going to toss her off the edge? Is he going to try to throw her back inside? Um, so that the staircase was kind of shaky at best yeah. um so first thought in my mind was punch this guy in the back of the head trying to knock him out um then with his friend sitting there i'm like ah, i don't want to get into a physical fight have his friend jump in two and one and i still don't know where my backup was at this point um i knew he was on the way but this is i was pretty far out there so instead of fighting him hands on i grabbed my taser mm -hmm. and I, I tased him in the back um now, was it a touch taser or was it no, I, I deployed the taser? I deployed the taser. Okay. So it was a good hit, um, good contact. It got him, you know, both probes in the middle of the back. So it locked him up and he went down on the ground. Mm -hmm. At that point, I rushed up, told the other guy, um, you know, don't fucking move. At this point, I was, my level of intensity is raised. Now that he's put his hands on the female, it's time for me to raise up and go hands on, meet him where he's at. So, went hands-on with him after I uh, tased him, and uh, he kind of fell towards his back. And I got on top of him, was holding his one arm with my knee, and had him held down with my left arm. As he's lying, um, what do call that, the, the top landing, his feet are towards the back, his head is towards the, the front of the residence, kind of facing the road. Okay, would, so, it, would his head be facing the stairs here? Or? Yep, his head was facing the stairs, and we were pretty close to the wall. I mean, there was enough room for me to get my leg and arm down and okay. pin his right arm. Um, his left arm was free. 
So our tasers that we use, we have uh, two cartridges in them. Mm -hmm. So if you deploy one cartridge, there's still another one in it to use it. And if I want to retase them, I can just hit a button on the side and it just recycles that cartridge that's already in them. Okay. So um, I held him down and I kind of stayed postured up because his left hand was still free. If he tried to punch me, he wasn't going to get anything behind it. So I was giving commands to him, you know, stop resisting, put your hands behind your back, things like that. Same time letting his friend know, don't come up the steps, stay out of this, this isn't your fight. And um, I was trying to stay pretty calm with my demeanor, my tone of voice. So the last thing I wanted was for me to start screaming through the roof, getting all um, worked up, and then have the second male subject there. Have him escalate, then be at the same point and join the fight. That was the last thing I wanted at that point. So after... Basically giving him commands and him resisting every time I grab his arm and go do it, he would tense up again. Um, now you you've somewhat explained how you're you're sitting. Can you walk me through? Is, mm -hmm. that, is he on his back at this point? He was on his back at this point. Yes. Okay. And you have a knee over his. It was kind of next to him. It was pushed up against his right arm. Up against his right arm. Yep. And I had my left hand. Um, pretty much holding that arm down too, okay. just to make sure he wasn't gonna be able to move it. Cause my, about the how much room there was, yeah. I couldn't do it just with my left knee. So I still had my left arm holding his right arm. Okay. Uh, at that point, I still had the taser in my right hand, and I was postured up, trying to stay back from him. And you're showing that you're sitting when you mean yep. postured up. You're up high. Yes. Sitting yeah, that up. way, because his his left arm was still free. Mm -hmm. Like I said, that way, if he tried to turn and fight, punch me, it's he could have hit me, but he wouldn't have got anything okay. behind it. And what kind of things are you telling him? You know, stop resisting, put your hands behind your back. Um, you don't want to do this. This is you know, bad ideas for you. He was being verbal the whole time as well. Just What was he saying back in response? Staying with um, kind of the same stuff as before. You know, you still don't belong here. You need to leave. After struggling with him for a minute or two, that's when he said, you know what, I'm not going to stop. You're going to have to kill me. I'm not going to quit. Um... After he started struggling more, I went to hit the taser again. This is after about, I don't know, maybe two minutes on the ground with him. And when I hit the button on the side, the taser, I could hear it popping like it wasn't getting a good connect. Um, so at that point, I went to drive stun him. And what I did, I kind of came up a little bit and then punched down with my right hand right in the middle of his chest. That freed up his right arm. Um, as he came across, I don't know if he was going to punch me or what, but as I went to drive stun him, it's right when he grabbed the taser. Mm -hmm. And it still locked him up, but he squeezed and rolled, and when he did, it ripped the taser out of my hand when he went over. So at that point, he's kind of towards the railing at this point, at the edge of the stairs. So I gave him a shove off and jumped back towards the, the door. Um, as I did that, I immediately drew my gun, and I seen him coming around with the taser, aiming it towards me. Um, as I seen him coming around, I heard the taser go off as he shot the second cartridge. And when he did that, that's when I shot him probably four to five times. Um, once I shot him, I assessed him, and he he really wasn't moving. I didn't see any movement from him. So then I checked his friend, who's still standing at the staircase. And he started getting a little upset and coming up the stairs at this point. So I holstered my gun. I met him about four or five steps down, um, probably about three-quarters of the way up. Told him he couldn't go up there. He's got to get down. Um, cause at this point I'm thinking I need to try to 
get working on him until I can get rescue here. Now, uh, let me back up when after I shot it, the, the radio line, those shots were fired. Um, at that point, I thought that they were bringing rescue in right away. So I figured that they were already staging, they would be there within a minute's time. But fortunately, that's not what happened. They, uh, once I struggled with this guy in the stairs for a few minutes, probably a minute. Second subject, well, third now, pulled into the driveway about where you see this car parked in the picture. A um, couple feet off the stairs. As soon as he jumped out, he was yelling and screaming too, what the fuck did you just do, blah, 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 blah. Um, so then at that same point, I'm like, well, this is a bad spot for me up on the staircase. If I get into a fight here again, I'm still going to be fighting two people, and it's just me on this rickety staircase. Um, first guy wasn't listening to anything. Second guy came up hot-headed too. So at that point, I said, you know what? I need to get off these stairs. If I get into a fight, it's going to be all bad for me again. So I came down and went towards the front of the residence, probably halfway between the road and the, uh, the actual house. Um, at that point, I'm kind of looking down the road, wondering where rescue's coming in at. Still keeping an eye on the staircase and the other two males. The male that had just recently pulled up in the car, I saw him walk out and walk around to the driver's side door front driver's side door of his car um so me wondering what the hell he's doing I came around the back side of the car and as he reached in my first immediate thought was alright great this guy's reaching for a gun so I drew my gun out and as I watched him come out I immediately went to his hands and saw he had a phone so he got on his phone and started calling somebody else so I reholstered went back um to standing in between the residence and the road again that time I keyed up on the radio and asked where rescue was. They said they're still staging. So I told them to bring them in. Um, at that point I was figuring it's a pretty close-knit community up there. So I was expecting them to be on the phone and have another five subjects pull up in another car. So at that point I'm still pretty um, in, that, in that red stage thinking, okay, now there's going to be even more people. It's still me up here. <laughs> I need somebody here pretty quick. So thankfully, uh, rescue pulled up about a minute later after I called him back on the radio. And uh, at that point, Deputy McRae arrived on scene moments after rescue did. Uh, he immediately came over to me, asked me if I was okay. I told him, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. Uh, he asked, okay, where did it happen at? I pointed to the stairs. So he's like, all right, go to your car. Excuse me. And, um, you can't really see where I parked, but it would be, there's this residence, another one similar to it next to it. Um, if you're looking at it from the road on the left-hand side, and there's a tree line um, right next to the road, and I, I pulled up close to that tree line, so I walked my car out of sight from them, back behind the trees. Um, Deputy McCray took over the scene for about 30 seconds, and at that point, um, our crime suppression team showed up. So then there was another three deputies and sergeant who arrived on scene at that time. Um, and from that point on, I kind of was isolated to the car, and kept over there for the remainder of it so okay um i'd like to take it back up to the stairwell yep um <clears throat> so you see him you see the subject grab the female mm -hmm. um somewhat wrestle the female or i guess i'd push the female or do, shake her around yeah um and at that point, you draw your taser and you discharge it. Is that correct? I did, yes. Okay. And now, did he instantly fall at that point? Did he? It was, um, yeah, he went down pretty quick. 
he was maybe up for a second or two, and then he went down to the uh, the flooring on the on the landing for the top of the staircase. Um, then he finished the rest of the ride on the the landing there. Okay. When he went to the floor, mm-hmm. uh, did you? What was your position then? Did you move on top of him as in standing? Yeah, that's when um, I kind of moved up a little slow because I didn't want to get wrapped up in the leads too. Um, and that's when I seen that it was a good hit as I slowly started coming up the rest of the steps. And that's when I let his friend know, basically, don't fucking move, don't get involved in this. And then as soon as the the five seconds was done for the taser, I pretty much jumped right on top of him at that point. Didn't give him a chance to get up or really have a chance to think. So when you jumped on the hot tub, I mean, were you more like straddled on his back, on his hips? I was more towards the right side portion of his body, um, pinning his right arm down and holding him so that he wasn't able to, to move around too much. I wasn't full mount or anything like that, no. Okay. And was he on his side or was he more on his stomach? I believe he was, at that time he was on his back, if I recall correctly. I think he was more towards his back because um, most of the times in conversating it was it was face to face. And so if you had his right arm, it was his left arm. Was he making any over t- attempts to? Was he? What was his left arm doing? I don't remember. Honestly, I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't remember him trying to punch me or getting punched during that time. Um, I don't know if he was trying to. It's kind of a struggle being on top. I don't know if he was trying to roll or, or what he was doing with that arm. I really don't know. Okay. I don't recall. When you um, you may mention you guys have somewhat kind of a dialogue and it for a, a mm-hmm. moment or two there. And um, are you standing over him at, or are you still somewhat still, on the ground? Yeah, we're still on the ground at this point. Okay. And um, you mentioned he grabbed your taser. Mm-hmm. Okay. When he grabs your taser, is he going to grab it with the right hand or with the left hand? I want to clarify. That was the, the right hand. Um, it was pretty much... I kept his right arm contained most of the time because there was a at least a good two to three minute time lapse from when I deployed the taser to when I drive stunned him in the chest. And that's when he was coming and crowned. I don't know if he was going right for the taser or if it just happened to be he grabbed it as I drive stunned him. Um, but as soon as that happened, that's when he grabbed it and rolled. Did he roll toward you or away? Away from, from me. Okay. And so, did he get it completely away from you? Yes, he did. Yep. So as soon as he ripped the taser away from me, that's when my mind I went, oh shit. Um, so I came up quick, gave him a shove off, and as I'm taking a step back away from him, I drew my firearm immediately. So. Now, what did he do? You push him off. Does mm-hmm. he stay on the ground? He or? stayed on the ground, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, because I was back up to the door, I drew my gun immediately and aimed it down towards him. And that's when I seen that he had the taser, it was in his right hand. Um, and as he was coming around, I thought he was going to try to shoot me with the taser because I still had another cartridge in it. Um, I heard it go off, and that's when I fired, like I said, four or five times. I don't know exactly how many times I shot. At that point, um, the witness, the other male... Mm-hmm. Where is he at in regard to, is he down the stairs? He was down the steps quite a bit. I don't know if he was all the way towards the bottom, um, because at that point my main focus was on the uh, the shirtless male. To where once uh, I shot him, 
as I assessed him to make sure he wasn't going to move and try to come back at me with the taser again. And then once that happened, I immediately looked down the stairs, and as that was happening, he was coming up the stairs. So I holstered my weapon, met him a couple steps down, like I said, about three-quarters of the way up, and tried to hold him back from running to his friend. Uh, where was the female at this time, do you recall? I don't know. I don't know if she was just inside the door, if she was inside the residence, I don't recall. Okay. Uh, when you Going back to when you fired your weapon, how close were you at the time you fired the weapon? It wasn't far, um, maybe five, six feet. And were you, were you, stand, you were standing at that point? I was standing, yes. Um, any other questions? Now, going back to, to the shooting itself, mm -hmm. um, when he's there, he has the taser, and you make that decision to fire your weapon. Mm -hmm. Why did you fire your weapon? Due to the fact that I've, I've been hit with the taser before, mm -hmm. and I know if he gets a good lockup, I'm... I'm completely done. If you hold our taser down, um, it, it's going to continue to go until he lets go of it. So if you got a good hit on me and rode that taser, um, Gunner's already introduced in the battle. He'd already talked about, you know, if somebody wants to kill himself, they'll kill somebody else. Mm -hmm. So at that point, I wasn't going to give him the opportunity to shoot me with the taser and get my gun and possibly kill me okay. or probably kill his wife or girlfriend, whoever she was. Um, so that's, that's when I fired. Okay. Um. So again, uh, when you fired, I'm, I'm not trying to, mm -hmm. but I'm just trying to understand, when you fired, um, you saw the taser, you fired your rounds because... Did, if he would have tased me, then I, I was in fear for my life at that point. Okay. Or if he hits me with the taser, I, I know I'm pretty much immobilized until it stops. Okay. Have any other questions? Attorney Lambert, do you have any questions? Um, was it dark out or still daylight? It was still daylight when uh, the incident occurred. And um, with regard to your firearm, what kind of gun is it? It's a uh, Glock 35. Um, and do you um, load your magazines? I do. I load everything myself. And um, when you have your, your gun in your holster, um, how many... Uh, bullets are in the magazine, and do you have any in the chamber? Yeah, I load, uh, the magazine is 15, and once I um, charge my gun, I put another round in the magazine. So it's 15 plus one. And do you have additional magazines on you? I carry two additional magazines on me. Uh, when this occurred, did you ever uh, remove one magazine? I did not know. Did you ever get to speak with the, uh, any of the parties again after the uh, deputy came up and told you to step away? I did not, no. Um, have you read any newspaper articles about this? No. Have you uh, seen your Exxon video? I have not, no. Um, have you spoken with anybody besides me uh, about this? Just my wife. Okay. I don't have anything further. <clears throat> and you... You stated that you have not been had the opportunity to review your body worn camera. Honestly, I didn't plan on watching it. Okay. No. And you've not seen any other reports, media, anything. No. Okay. No. Is there anything about this that, that happened that you can think of that we haven't asked you that would be important? No. No. Not not that I can think of. No. 
Have you dealt with that subject before? No, first time. That was my first time responding to uh, that residence. First time dealing with that subject also. Attorney Lambert. Nothing further. Thank okay. you. Um, if you would, um, mm -hmm. since... We refer to this diagram. Do you mind just putting um, your signature on it and your date yeah, it? Absolutely. Okay. And I noticed on the side there um, you were drawing a diagram. Was there anything that you wanted to um, address to that before we close it? Um, yeah, I was going for a brief, but basically this is, like I said, the, the main road coming up, uh, 1792. As um, I was approaching, I started to see the white houses, so that's why I pulled off to the side of the road. There was some bushings and bushes and trees behind it, so that's why I parked a little bit. It's opposite scale, but parked a little bit back over here. Um, that's when I made my approach. I seen the two Hispanic males sitting here, and from there, that was the uh, everything else we talked about. Okay, and you've signed that and date that. I did, yes. And you, was that today? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> At this time, uh, we'll be concluding the interview. Uh, one final last thing. And uh, mm -hmm. is everything that you've said true to correct to your recall ability? It is, yes. Okay. At this time, we'll be concluding the interview. It's 2.06.